Nerdy is the new sexy. It's good to be a geek. This is Bud's Weekly Geek Out. Hey, Bud. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Jason. Hi, Bud. What's on the Geek Out, Palio? In the beginning. There was man. No, 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 no. Flat things were flat. Like oh. things that we drew or painted or otherwise arted onto flat surfaces, they were flat. Sure. Uh, but then like the we earth. started... Just like the earth, exactly. <laughs> whoa, 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 Butter, are you a flat earther? <laughs> Let's not get... Oh, don't open that. Do you guys Pandora's watch... Box. Do you guys follow uh, the God Twitter handle? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's just... It's uh, it's satire, right? And he's always making commentary. And But he hit the nail on the head with the flat earthers. He's like, listen... If you believe that the earth is flat, why don't just one of you, just one of you out of the thousands, <laughs> go to the edge of the earth, right. take a picture of it, and solve the problem? That's brilliant. <laughs> that is, you know what, that's it's brilliant. So that's exactly, okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. So, yeah, anything. things were flat, and then, then we started messing with how to make flat stuff appear unflat, and so arrived 3D. And we've had a whole mess of different methods to show flat stuff in 3D. Anaglyph might be the most popular pop culture. It's those those red and blue glasses yeah. that uh, the old school ones. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. So what they do is they they make our brains perceive things as 3D by only showing one eye, one of the two colors. Our brain combines it, and oh, there's depth. There's also polarization, which is really popular in movies. This is uh, this filters out those evil UV rays in, in sunglasses as well. But in movies, again, there's two images being shown, and one eye only sees one image, and the other eye only sees the other image. And, and the brain combines them to make them appear more, more depthy. So there's chroma depth, there's holography, there's volumetric displays and interference filters. There are a bazillion methods for seeing 3D, but they're all somewhat different, and there's not a lot of crossover. But okay, so here we go. The Brainiacs at MIT. Why? Is it always MIT? They have once again used their smarts to come up with something that sounds really amazing. I say sounds because th- what they come up with, if it works mainstream, it'll take a while to be something that you can buy in real life. But I love the potential here. So MIT's Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Lab, which of course acronyms as CSAIL, has developed a way to not only show 3D movies at home without glasses and not only show them to more than one person sitting dead center X inches away from the screen, but they've devised a method to convert the stereoscopic 3D of those 3D Blu-ray movies that you'd buy into glasses-free 3D on the fly. Conversion while it's happening. Now, glassesless 3D is a thing. Like, I play with my Nintendo 3DS, and, and that uses a type of auto-stereoscopy called a parallax barrier to show each of my eyes a is different that image. Michael Hutchins, the auto-stereoscopy? That is not... <laughs> oh. Please, no. No, Just, that's different. That's a okay. totally different thing. Oh, man. Moving on. If you're old enough to remember when oh, Cracker... Man. Yeah, right? <laughs> if you're old enough to remember when Cracker Jack prizes were cool, or if you've ever held a, a 3D postcard or a CD cover, which is magically 3D, or it moves because of this bumpy plastic lens yeah, on yeah. top, which is Love fun to that. play with. Yeah, this is another process of glassesless 3D called lenticular printing. And, and also, being able to show more than one person a 3D image from different spots in the room, that's also a thing. But the, the, the combination, the real-time conversion of 3D meant to be viewed with glasses, combined with the other two facets, is what may very well bring 3D TV truly into the mainstream. Because really, people find these glasses way too inconvenient or limiting. So if you already have one of these 3D TVs, which I don't, can you then use this technology? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, you got to buy a whole new thing, of Consumerism course. loves it, right? Yeah. It requires you to purchase an auto-multiscopic TV. This is an emerging technology for the glasses-free 3D TV, but here's the catch. It requires capturing the 3D video using 30 different cameras. 
Also, true story. Everyone that I know that has one of those current 3D TVs yeah. with the gla- that came with the glasses, yeah. every single pair of glasses are sitting somewhere in the house with a layer of dust on them. Yeah, I know. Nobody uses no, them. No, I knew when those came out that they were a big scam. Absolutely. That's yeah. the thing. Like this, this, the, the early 2010s was supposed to be like the 3D TV renaissance. And boy, did that tank. Mm. But if MIT can make this into a reality, no glasses, different points in the room, and already converting all the 3D content that's out there with these Blu-ray movies, I think that will actually be the future of 3D TV. So maybe we'll try, you know, in another 10 years. I'll tell you what, I'm just impressed all those big words you said in this last segment. Uh, that was actually genuinely impressive. It was impressive. Thanks so much, bud. Auto multiscoping. Bye! Buzz Weekly Geek Out. Chum, 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 now it's good to be a geek. Listen every Wednesday on The Morning Zone for more news from the world of techie-type stuff.